Steve Sherlock for Franklin Matters. This recording shares the Franklin Mass School Committee Goals Session Workshop held on Tuesday, July 19, 2022. The meeting was conducted in the third floor training room at the municipal building. School Committee Chair Denise Spencer opened the meeting at 6.02. Tracy Novick, Field Director from MASC, facilitated this Goals Session. The recording for the large group portion of the workshop is what I share here. Once the group breaks into further small group work, I stop the recording. The output of the small group work sessions will be written up and rework on those goals will continue to be done by the school committee as a whole in future sessions. So we're not missing anything to that extent. Uh, the small group sessions obviously were distributed around the room. Each of the conversations, it would be hard to bring them individually in a way that makes a whole lot of sense. So the large group session gets you to the start and the key of the three themes that were developed. And we'll find out what the additional work is done on the goals as the committee has their future sessions. The show notes contain a link to the agenda and to my notes. The recording itself runs about 38 minutes. So let's listen to this large group portion of the goal setting workshop held by the school committee on July 19, 2022. Okay, so I think, I think we're going to get started. So time being 6.02, I called to order the uh, workshop of the Franklin School Committee. Uh, meetings are recorded by Franklin Matters for Franklin Matters Radio. Um, thank you everybody for being here on a summer evening. Today we have a very special guest, Tracy Novick, Field Director for MASC. She's going to help us walk through our very overdue school committee goals for the district. So thank you very much, Tracy. I'm glad to be here. Good to be back with you all. Congratulations on your big decision here. Congratulations on being here. Um, so I, let me just say that as much as I understand that, you know, the question of having not having academy goals for the past however many, you know, it seems like it's been, um, is really not uncommon, as I was relating to a couple of you as I as you were coming in. Um, I had, I've had a couple of friends who I haven't seen in a while ask me over the next couple of days, like, how are you doing? Like, it's summertime. And usually summertime, even for the association, is a little bit of a breath, right? Like, you all tend to be a little less. The sort of like, oh my goodness, the building is on fire stuff. There's less of that kind of stuff because mostly you learn in buildings. Um, and clearly all of you finished your budget, finished your school year, and we're like, okay, what is it that we haven't done in the past three years? Um, so we've got workshops all over the place for all kinds of stuff. Goal setting and let's talk about budget and how it comes together. And um, let's talk, let's actually train and superintendent evaluation ahead of time. And it's all good stuff. Um, but I don't want you to feel like you're, you know, you're kind of out of the loop. You're actually exactly where many of those people are. Um, I did just want to note to the graphic that I pulled here, which we'll, I'll show again later, do remember that much like when we talk about superintendent evaluation, we talk about the budget, these again, this again is a cyclical um, kind of notion that um, goal setting is something that is not just one and done. Um, it's something that you do. Um, you ensure it is linked to the rest of the work of the school committee over the course of the year. Um, ensure that the goals are actually being implemented and monitor that, just like you monitor much of the rest of implementation. Um, and then you, again, will go back, evaluate how you've done, um, relink it to your district strategy, and decide then how to move forward. Um, so that's, you know, that, that notion of continue, a cycle of continuous improvement um, is something that is very much part of this as well. Um, we really encourage goal setting for school committees because um, we don't know where you're going, and you're 
not exactly what we want to have. Um, so you have probably all seen this triangle at one time or another. We use this pyramid a lot in MASC when we talk about, in particular, superintendent evaluation. Um, but note that school committee goals falling into line with the overarching goals, and then that being part of this through road up through administrator goals to teacher goals to what ultimately is goals to an achievement is again part of that same um, sort of pyramid effect. Now, what uh, some of the questions that we encourage people to ask and sort of the way that this then falls through, when we're talking about overarching goals, we're talking about what is the vision that we have for the district and for the district's students. Um, and the driver there, the superintendent's side, is with the superintendent articulating the district's strengths and the district's challenges, part of the sort of ongoing evaluation the superintendent is doing, uh, with the school committee representing the community at the table, annual plans and SMART goals on the part of both the superintendent and the school committee are really then how do you sort of take those steps year by year closer to what you have as the ultimate vision of the Franklin Public Schools. Um, superintendent has goals that are, with, that are uh, completed with the school committee's approval, and the school committee has goals, and you're going to hear me say this a number of times tonight, that are within your purview. School committee goals are not a way of getting to sneak additional little goals onto the superintendent's plate. <laughs> and I say that, and then as soon as you start to sit down and try to figure out what your goal can be, I guarantee you that at least a couple of yours are going to start to try to head that direction unless you pull yourself back. <laughs> so, and then of course, as you're going through the year, much in the way that you have a um, mid-cycle review with the superintendent, much in the way that we encourage you to make sure that the work that's being done at your committee meetings is continually linking back to the goals of both the school committee and the superintendent, um, you are then evaluating how you're doing on implementation over the course of the year. So keep in mind, sometimes I get these sort of like crash, okay, well wait, we haven't actually done anything with the goals. Um, so what I want to encourage you to do is to think of this in terms of how are we going to have this conversation over the course of the year of what we're doing towards implementation. This should not be something that's isolated from the ongoing work of the district. This should, in fact, be the crux and the core of the work of the district. Um, and if it's not, we're doing some portion of that wrong. Um, maybe we're doing the meetings wrong. Maybe we're not necessarily connecting the goals well um, to the work that's going on in the district. But those things are supposed to actually be um, connected and, in fact, supporting each other. I should say, by the way, stop me at any time if you have questions. So in terms of those overarching goals, we're talking about really um, integrated initiatives that are fulfilling the vision and leading us towards that vision and vision. Um, they are supposed to be targeted. And this is really supposed to be where um, what the community has articulated about the school district and the work of the staff and the needs of the staff in getting that work done come together. Um, you really can't have one without the other. I'll give you a couple of different images here. My colleague, Dorothy Presser, um, put, put this one together, and she sort of continues to think about the best way of sort of picturing this. So in terms of, she, think, she has described goals as being the frame. And she doesn't just mean that, like, sometimes I think of frames as kind of being decorative. But really, if you think about it, frames also kind of keep it all together, right? Like, if you actually have a frame, you have all these pieces, and they keep it together. Um, so really, what the, the goals of the school committee should be doing is keeping these pieces together ensuring the alignment of the other work of the district um, and giving you a framework and a place to monitor the progress of the district. Um, it should, again, 
be intimately linked to your budget. So we say this all the time, right? Budget is not something that exists in its own sort of universe over there, and then you come back to the, oh, and what were we doing? That actually should be the whole same conversation. Um, and then that's really what the school committee goals are going towards. So this is the image I had before. Um, in terms of that notion of this not being a one and done, or a one and put it on the shelf, or a one and then we come back to it next July because we haven't done goals again, um, this should be something that, first of all, my test is always, um, can each of you tell me what the goals are if I sort of stopped you in the hallway six weeks from now, right? Um, and not like memorize the language, but like could you generally describe? Because honestly, um, from my perspective, and I say this partly as someone who vividly remembers there being a mission statement next to the door of my classroom 20 years ago, and I swear to you that I couldn't have told you then, and I cannot tell you now what that mission statement was. As far as I was concerned, somebody had come in at one point, told me I needed to put it next to my door, and nothing to do with what I was doing in that classroom. That's not a good sign, okay? Um, and I couldn't even have actually told you what it was about. It wasn't even just the language thing. It was like, um, there can be a lot of words, wordsmithing that happens at this level, um, because like this is the level for 30,000 feet, right? This is the visioning. Um, but the crux of what it is we're trying to do here is something that really should be articulated through the whole district. Um, and if it's not, then we're not really seeing that kind of integrated vision. And clearly that pyramid heading towards student achievement isn't really working. Um, so I promise I won't actually commit because any teachers about this. So keep in mind that part of what we try to always keep regrounding you in <coughs> is that section of Massachusetts General Law Chapter 71, which lays out what exactly is your job as a school committee, right? So you're supposed to be hiring and evaluating the superintendent, you're supposed to be setting goals for the district, you're supposed to be setting policy for the district, and you're supposed to vote and monitor the budget for the district, right? Mm -hmm. To that, you also then add collective bargaining. So that's your big picture focus. That's like the big on top kind of stuff. Um, you, you are, there are very few places where you kind of go any lower than that, there's a few. Um, generally, again, articulated by the law. And it should be at that level that we're talking first about mission and vision, but also then about what is the work that you're doing. You're doing policy work, you're doing budget work, you're doing goal setting work, um, you're working with the superintendent. Externally, you should be, be a, being able to articulate to the community um, what are the district's hopes and dreams for its children, right? That's sort of what you're bringing to the table as members of the community. And then internally, in terms of what it is that you're doing here, then to the district, well, what does the school committee care about? What are the priorities of the school committee? Because um, priority setting is, is really part of your program, right? That's what goals are about. Also, honest, of course, what you're doing every time you vote a budget. You're setting some priorities. So I think probably most of you at one time or another have seen SMART, but I usually get, I gotta admit, I feel like every time I turn around there's like either another A or another R. <laughs> um, but, but, um, so just to keep them on track, remember, the, this is really about making sure that your goals are something that isn't just like a, well that sounds really neat, but a statement that you have or something you actually can, go, can do, right? So the first S is specific and strategic. Right? So it's, it's got to actually get at something. It's not a vague statement. Um, it's actually heading towards something. Strategic means you're actually, again, going in that direction. Measurable means you can tell that it's done. This is always my question for school committees when they sort of 
and I, you're gonna hear me say this again because we're gonna um, we're gonna do some of this. How will you know that you've achieved this goal? If you can't tell me, then we haven't gotten the M in. Um, achievable means that you we all have great dreams for our districts, but is this something you're actually gonna be able to get to? Um, action-oriented means that something's actually happening, not that we're all kind of sitting around and smiling at each other. Uh, rigorous, but also realistic, and also results-oriented. Again, you'll see that some of these are sort of rephrasing some of the same stuff. And then trackable and timed. So you can tell that you are making steps along the way, and timed is we're going to get this done by X. Okay. Uh, now, there is nothing that ties a school committee to any kind of a self-evaluation schedule or any kind of a goal-setting schedule. That is something, of course, that we articulate for the superintendent in the regulations. Um, but you putting yourselves on similar kinds of schedules, again, because your goals should be linked, your goals should be related, is, again, not a bad idea. So the first thing that I'm going to ask you to do um, is, is just to take a second or two and think. across um, schools and across levels. 
lot in there that we have more detail on, but that's kind of a big picture idea for the purposes of this meeting. It's just one. Some of these have been in play, like we might be screening, but how are we creating a system that monitors, reports out? So at, some of them are further along in different areas and, and whatnot. So um, second one, continue to build on a guaranteed and viable curriculum, viable curriculum with high quality materials, some specific areas. Um, literacy needs assessment.
see that sometime in August. Um, mm -hmm. So there'll be an equity action plan that will need to be developed. That will be a multi-year strategic plan.
also, Dave, as part of that fiscal cliff, like, is the word override, like, in your head about that? Is that a word that we want to put over there? Also, if I'm putting this, I'm assuming because you said 25, you're talking about Esther, but that might that may be my imposition of what you're talking about. If you're not talking about that, let me know so we can. No, that's it. Also, okay. also to, to kind of clarify on that, it's right now it's kind of twofold. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's the, the lack of complete ESSER funding, you know, at that point in time, and also from the town's uh, side of things, there's a, a lot of expenses that are going to go up, especially with the regional dispatch center that I think are going to. Uh, it's going to be a, it's a point, uh, you know, across everywhere. So there's less kind of uh, income coming in from the school side because of ESSER funding and higher, theoretically, assuming higher expenses on the town's side. Um, and so I just, just kind of a broad, um, you know, expect want to kind of take a look at, um, you know, not just, you know, the next budget that we're looking at, but really kind of looking forward to budgets to see. You know what's what's the best course of action, and, and what are we? You know we don't want to kind of get too expansive, or to have to contribute the dress okay. uh, right after. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's more kind of what I'm thinking. At least gotcha. at this point. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. I guess I'll put it on there. I, I collaborate with the FDA about um, educating the public about the need for an override when it comes to as we're allowed to come. Uh, and as part of that, probably something about collaborating with town officials um, about the need for an override.
FDA town officials. Mindful database decision making. Mm -hmm. Mindful database decision. No, I just want to make sure I heard you right. <laughs> You're making fun of me. I swear to God, I'm not. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I heard you right. Database decision making, right? Face has no filter. Oh my god. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I heard you right. <laughs> so I can mock you.
have you divide yourselves up, and it's not going to be even because I think there's 11 of you. Um, <clears throat> but if you're at that table, you're going to talk about communication. It needs to be more or less even. producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. 
If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.